Come on and listen. We got suggestions on the Bird Talker Radio. If your bird's misbehaving, we'll help you save it on the Bird Talker Radio. If your bird's getting rowdy, just call and say howdy on the Bird Talker Radio. We are birds of a feather. We'll stick together on the Bird Talk Radio. Dot com. Greetings to our great listening audience from Bird Talk Radio, recorded live from Kansas City. This next segment is from a pre-recorded live show with Julie Ann Sands, owner of Circle of Life Avian Collar. Parrots pluck their feathers out and sometimes even chew on their own skin for a variety of reasons including stress, malnutrition, and organ malfunction or illness. Avian collars have been in use for a long time, usually provided by a veterinarian to protect a wound on a bird or due to the bird constantly plucking its feathers out for many reasons. Enjoy my conversation with Julianne Sands about Circle of Life Avian Collar, a solution for plucking issues tailor-made for each of Julie's bird clients. I am your host of Bird Talk Live Online on Bird Talk Radio, Mike Kiger. Thank you for tuning in today. Live from Kansas City, KC Bird Whisper International Productions presents Bird Talk Radio. Bird Talk Live Online. <laughs> I am not with it today. I'm not. So you have to be patient with me. I'm, I, haven't, I haven't been on air for a long time. This is Bird Talk Live Online on Bird Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mike Kiger, and I thank you for tuning in today. I thank you all, all of you, hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands of people that have listened to our shows for the past four years. Um, I, I, I just, it, I, I get a little emotional about this. It's been a long time I've been on air, and so many of you have tuned in religiously i mean thank you thank you all so much we have so many listeners i can see you i can see you when you are listening we have stats on the the streaming server when you're tuned in and listening to the streaming shows i can see how many people are listening and where what regions of the world you're listening from and i just want i've thanked a few people online lately from fort myers florida 8,000 listeners in one day. Love you. Love you. Hey, I will be coming to Fort Myers for a remote there someday. Someday. I will. I promise. I, I need to get down there and and see someone at a rescue that I had on the show um, a couple years ago. And I've been promising I am going to do it. I lived down there for a long time and that's where I got my first experience with parrots i got hired in a, in a pet store and they hired me because well lots of reasons but let's not go there let's talk about our guest speaker that i have connected now and i'm checking my signals here and and our show systems so that so that i know that you can hear me on internet radio it's a little different than fm radio i have julie ann sands connected on the phone she's on the phone right now i know a lot of you people have been waiting 
to hear about the circle of life avian collar we're going to talk about plucking it's a big deal in aviculture and um, keeping pet birds and um, it's uh, it's it's a problem that'll, that'll make you cry sometimes you you know these birds pull all their feathers out till they're totally naked sometimes sometimes just the breast feathers just you know other feathers and and um, it's it's hard it's a hard it's a difficult problem in in keeping pet birds it's it's complex it's mysterious but we have some answers today and Julianne Sanz has come up with a product to help your bird that's plucking she's also going to talk about a parrot experience which is where I first uh, had my first experience with Julianne Sands a, a couple of years ago three and a half years ago when I first started this show I talked to her about what she's doing uh, with her birds uh, taking them out and socializing her birds with the public so that you can have a parrot experience how about that yeah we're going to talk about some other interesting subjects and topics stand by for julianne sands i have her live on air on bird talk radio live from kansas city julie are you there i am all right all right i can hear you okay and yeah go julie let's um i think the big deal was circle of life avian collar plucking go for it i can't wait to hear what you got to say and i've looked at your product and i'm actually later in the show we'll talk about my bird who has a little plucking problem we'll talk about that later and see if julie can help me with it we'll do that i'd first like to let everybody know how i got involved with uh the circle of life avian collar uh, that, that's the name that I gave it. So actually, one of my clients um, came up with the name for me because I was looking for a name for it. But um, I've always been interested in birds that pluck feathers. I've tried the sock buddy, and I've tried making my own items and so forth, and tried to figure out what the issue was with birds that pluck feathers. And I've, I've done avian boarding, and I still do a little bit, but um, I've had clients that were, were feather pluckers, and I was trying to help them out. And so it's always been something that has been intrigued me. And so it happened to be in January of 2017, one of my clients that has been a longtime collar wearer of Patty Lemaire, who created the what I call the Circle of Life Asian Collar. Um, she had created the collar and, and um, she was, my client was using it, had been using it for many, many years on her bird Houdini. And Houdini has, had been wearing the collar for many years with lots of success. And she was talking, the, the mom was talking with, and Patty has, had been having health issues. She it got, had gotten to a point where she could no longer keep up with the orders and physically prepare or produce the orders so she wanted someone that would have the passion that she had and try to continue on with what she had started and actually grow it into something even larger so my friend and client 
had suggested to me that I contact Patty Lemire. And so I did. And at first I wasn't too sure. I thought, you know, yeah, right. This is this going to be, you know, something that something else that I start that I don't finish. Kind of one of those things. And but um, <laughs> I, I talked to Patty. I've done that. <laughs> yep. At me way too many times. And I was really worried that that was going to happen. And I didn't want to do that to Patty. So anyway, um, Patty and I talked and finally on February 15th of 2017, I, I paid her for the business and the business is mine. And so from then on, I, uh, I started making the collars. Uh, she sent me what she had left of her, her fabric and supplies and so forth. And she had been ill, so she wasn't really able to help me a whole lot with, you know, with advice that she did what she could do. And she, so I kind of started somewhat blind. Uh, she had sent me some samples of what she had done. And so I was trying to recreate the wheel. And uh, I, I finally, after some bumps in the road, I did it. It took me a while, and I was so nervous. I remember the first time I sat at my sewing machine, I just sat there in front of the sewing machine, and I put my head down, and I said, I can't do this. I'm just too scared to get started. <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, I thought, oh, I my hear gosh. You. You know, I hear you. I yeah, it's big, scary. Hey, like you're going to yeah. sew your finger up or something, right? Well, yeah. I had some big shoes to fill, and I knew it. And so I thought, how can I do this and, and do it as well as Patty did it? And so I have to admit, my first few collars were looking a little a little sad, but after some practice, it finally got to the point where I could do it. And um, I always told Patty um, that she she was ill for, she actually passed away this last May. So she was with us for about a year and a half, almost two years before she passed away. But I, I told her I was going to continue and I was going to make the legacy hers. And I'm almost, I'm almost crying thinking about this. I wanted to give her the glory. There's so many people that have, have commented on the quality and the workmanship and the, the design of the collar. And it's not me. It's Patty. Uh, Patty's the one that created it. She started out with several different designs. Her, 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 her genie, her African gray genie is one that was her, her guinea pig because her, her bird was needing a collar and she just didn't know where to go to find one and she created she finally came up with a design that we're using today and so i am kind of trying to continue to walk in her shoes and uh so far we've, we've done a lot of international sales i just two weeks ago i sent out or a week and a half ago i sent out my first retail order uh so things are growing slowly but surely um and i've got many more clients than what she originally gave me and people are happy um i'm trying to do my best to be attentive and listen um part of the the collar that i sell is my my attention and and listening to them to what they need and i'm able to if they need something special, I construct it for them. Um, they tell me what they're looking for, and we'll, and we'll work together to see what we can do to, to find a collar that works. And, of course, like with, with any – now if, if, we, if we move into the, the feather plucking part of it, you know, I always suggest first a vet visit. 
a full avian vet visit because there's so many things that can cause, uh, uh, we don't know, but that could cause feather plucking. So a thorough avian vet checkup is imperative um, in, in the beginning or somewhere at least without any health issues. There are so many health issues that can be attributed to along with other environmental issues too, such as the cage or, or husbandry or, or anything. So there's a lot of things to look at when you're, when you're talking about feather plucking. And I try to go over some of that with my clients if I can, uh, so we can try to figure out what the, what the issue is. Now, I'm not a vet. I'm not vet trained. Um, I just went through experience. And I, I can't give every single client the you know, the three hours or eight hours that I've given some of them to try to figure out what we need to do, but I try to do what I can. And so once they get the collar, my collars are made so they can be trimmed. The outside circumference can be trimmed down shorter. So if it's a bit too long, they can certainly trim it, trim it shorter so the bird can work with it better. The neck opening can be trimmed larger if need be. So there is room for adjustment and they are machine washable and dryable so you can easily keep them clean and sanitary and they have industrial snaps or the velcro i always suggest the snaps when you're talking about the larger birds such as cockatoos or macaws uh, even the smaller birds sometimes snaps are better but um because the they're houdinis right oh exactly. they're good at exactly. unlocking escaping yeah. Yep. They're yep. smart. And right? they'll, 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 and there is a there is a flap that is over the top of the snaps, so the birds are not cannot see the snaps, so it doesn't jump them. But still, I mean, if they they can still chew chew through that little flap, and then they're at the snaps, and uh, they usually don't chew the snaps off itself because snaps are put on like rivets, like you would on a tarp or or you know a, 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 something like that. So they're really on there tight. So the only way to actually chew around it is to actually chew it off the collar. So anyway, the three heavy duty for what they're made out of. They're made out of two layers of fleece and a layer of pellon in the middle. Now, pellon is like the, what you put in a man's suit lapel to keep it, give it strength and, and form. And... It is, and then on top of that, you've got, for the neck opening, you've got eight layers of fleece that is cut into the fringe. And the fringe is meant to be chewed on. And so that is meant to be deterring them from their feathers, uh, along with the, with the, the length of the collar. There are several different sizes, depending upon your bird. Uh, I have, and if I do have it on my website, the sizing, approximate approximations so if you have any questions I, I really do want to talk to people when they order because some people might think that it's what they're ordering is what they need but then once they get it um it might not be right so and i i cannot for health reasons take the orders back again because uh so i want to make sure that they're getting what they need and what they want the first time and but the collars so, are adjustable right yeah, so, well, the, yeah, well, 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 yes and no. Um, you can adjust the length to a certain extent. Yeah, to a certain extent. If you if you use Velcro, the um, they are adjustable, uh, more adjustable in the neck 
nest area or you have to make them tighter to the bird. But uh, they, you can, I need to know what type of bird they have. And if they can tell me, say, you know, it's a small, it just the African gray is smaller in size than most. That helps me also adjust my sewing. And I can, I have a, I have a basic template that I use. And I can adjust that template to where, um, in our conversation, our conversation with the client, we, we decide that her bird is, and also if they give me the weight in grams, I can also get a better idea, closer idea of what the size of the collar that the bird needs. So there's a lot of conversation that needs to go on for the bird. And I have different types of collars. I have the circle collar, which is like a collar that sticks straight out from the bird. This is more for medical reasons. Say you, um, I've also, I also sell to vets and rescues. Um, so say there's a, a bird had surgery and it, ha it just absolutely cannot be able to get its foot. And so the circle collar will stick straight in its side where it won't be able to do much or move around a whole lot. So it's kind, it's kind of restrictive in that way. Then the next, the next one down is a cone collar, which is made of the pelon, like I suggested, like I mentioned. And that one kind of forms around the body uh, a little bit, more, quite a bit more than the circle collar does. There is, it, it, it's not tight to the body because you, when feathers are growing, you want those feathers to get air circulation or wound healing or whatever. There should be air circulation around that area. So it, it just... The only part Collars to protect wounds from right, healing. Right. That Collars was a question I was going to ask is, why would somebody want a collar, and and what are the different reasons that they pluck? And you've covered a couple of that already. Okay. That there seems to be levels of, um, of uh, ex extension or extreme levels, um, yep. medical reasons. The collar might be more restrictive. Um, and then it goes down to less restrictive collars, depending on their circumstance, why the right. bird might need to collar, right? Right. There's different types of feather destructive behavior. The first one is barbering. Now, when, when a bird barbers its feathers, it's kind of just clipping the ends off the feathers. Uh, it doesn't really take the whole feather off. It just clips the ends of the feathers off. And the next level of, of feather destruction is the actual plucking of the feathers out of the skin. And then you got the third level, which is self-mutilation, where the bird is actually pulling the feather out of the skin and actually chewing on the skin and causing holes in the skin. I've, I've given, or I've, I've, I've had clients that have actually had the skin and the muscle tissue chewed out of, of the bird's chest because of the severe mutilation. So it, it can go from just, chewing the ends off the feathers to actually chewing the skin itself. And that's why it's so important to have a vet check because actually one of my clients, it was a little, it was a little son, Conyer. I had made a collar. She had called me and we had talked. And as usual, I always ask about the vet check and she had not had a vet check for her bird. And so I suggested doing so. In the meantime, I made a collar for her little one and I sent it to her. And she sent me, and I, she, she had a vet check. I, I think it was, the vet didn't have very good advice for her or something. And so 
she ended up going, I suggested she try a different vet. And so she went to a different vet and she found out her little one had liver or kidney or some severe organ issue. And the little one only had the collar on for about a week and a half before it passed away of those issues. Mm, so yeah. um, I've heard that you know, if, if they um, that just jumping in, because I've, I've heard about that particular issue. Of, I've heard a lot of them, but um, listening audience had a few other aviculturists on the show. And they said that exactly what uh, Julie's saying here, that sometimes they'll pluck the area of their body where an organ is malfunctioning. Like if they're plucking on the back, they might have a lung issue or, um, or, or one of the other organs. They'll, won't they, Julie, won't they kind of pluck around that organ if it's, if it's having a problem? Correct. That's, that's a good sign. They usually, the vets will look at that, uh, where the bird's plucking to try to diagnose and of course, then obviously x-rays will be needed and uh, CBCs, blood blood panels and all kinds of things like that will need to be done to try to rule out any organ failure or other issues of that kind of thing. Nice. So nice. Beautiful. Um, and I could hear the, the emotion in your voice when you were talking about <laughs> how you took over the business from... Yes. The person that was doing and listening audience if you're if you're new to bird keeping it it gets emotional it does it does and nothing against dog and cat owners hey i've got two predators here i have two cats and a lot of the bird people are like wow you got a predator you know but they're great and they don't bother my well i don't have my conure anymore but i have my still have my blue and gold and they won't bother him max can he could, he could stand, <laughs> he could hold them off, but yep. they're, they're great. And, but, um, I, I was, I was hearing Julie, the emotion in your voice when you first started talking about taking over the I, business. And yeah, I seem to be it, very emotional. It and is, isn't it? This is, this is one that really is a big one for me. I try so hard to help those that I can and, um, this isn't a money thing for me. I mean, yes, it's it's my income right now. It's, I gave up my 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 pet sitting so I could do this full time, but a money thing for me. I want to make a difference in the birds and the in the and the for the birds and and their families. And it, I try so hard to to um, I, I I am trying to leave to continue Patty's legacy. But I guess I want to create my own as well, because you know it's there's there's so many people out there that just want to make a buck, and you know I'm not out to sell a collar and then say goodbye and sayonara. You know that's that's not me. If you have an issue, I want to know about it and I want to make it right with you. So customer service and doing doing the right thing is very important to me. Save it all. 